Heavenly Father, uh, thank you that your son, that we can celebrate the birth of your son. I pray that we can do that tonight as we look forward to Christmas tomorrow. Uh, thank you so much uh, that we can hang out together uh, online, uh, and I pray that you bless uh, the rest of this night. Amen.
Solar Rebel West Ride. I'm Grace and I'm Michelle and I'll be leading us in prayer and I will be reading the Bible passage. So will you join with me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ into the world, the light that shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. It's been a very hard year with COVID-19 so many have lost jobs, health, opportunities, loved ones, and we've all lost the freedom to move about or even to gather together. Lord, please help us to process and mourn this loss well and to turn to you for comfort. Please remind us too that we do not lose hope because you are with us. And through Jesus, you have rescued us from our worst predicament, from sin and death. We pray that you would continue to give us courage and resilience as we live in the midst of uncertainty and anxious times. We thank you for our leaders who seek to serve us and bear the burden of making tough decisions. Thank you for our leaders at church, in our workplaces and communities, our nation, and also those in healthcare professions. Please continue to sustain them as they look after our community and please help us to encourage them and look out for them too. Help us to prepare our hearts in light of Christmas with an openness to reflect upon and to be remorseful for the wrongs that we've committed, for the brokenness in relationships that we've contributed towards and for the times we've been selfish or complaining. Father, for all these things, we are sorry. Please help us to change and to live in a way that honors you and loves others. And as we pause during this Christmas and New Year's break, please help us to find healthy ways to be refreshed, even if our usual ways might not be possible. And give us big hearts for others, to reach out especially to those who are finding this time of the year particularly difficult and lonely. And to reach out too to those who don't know you yet, and desperately need to hear how deeply you love us and how incredibly wonderful it is to know you, our Creator, Heavenly Father, Lord and Saviour. Although the world seems uncertain, we know that you are certain. So please help us to keep clinging to you, our rock, our fortress and ultimate, ultimate security. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. And let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. I'll be praying in Mandarin Chinese. And if you're familiar with this prayer, please join me uh, along your hearts in English or your own language. Um, it's such a beautiful thing to be praying together in different languages, but be united because our Heavenly Father understands us all and He unites us all. So will you pray with me? 
愿你的旨意行在地上，如同行在天上。我们日用的饮食，今日赐给我们，免我们的债，如同我们免了人的债。不叫我们遇见试探，救我们脱离凶恶。因为国度、权柄、荣耀，全是你的，直到永远。阿门。
you join with me in reading the passage for today? Uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of, a day, of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, hello, I want to add my welcome to uh, Christmas Eve tonight. I know it's a bit different and uh, it's good to have you in my house. I'm actually just at the moment getting ready to uh, do a little thing that we do uh, every year on Christmas Eve. And that is that uh, I take uh, the presents that we've wrapped up and put under the tree. I take them and I go and hide them around the house. And so when my kids wake up in the morning, uh, tomorrow morning they're not going to actually find all the presents they're just going to find one envelope it's one envelope with a, with some clues in it well it's going to have one clue in it and it will take them to their first presents and then there'll be another clue that will then take them to the next and so on so it's a little bit kind of like a treasure hunt hide and seek kind of idea we've been doing this for a while and we quite enjoy it we, our kids actually love it and they look forward to it every year and they ask me if we're doing it and so it's a bit of pressure but i really enjoy doing it and sometimes I, I, I've got to say, I guess the, the, the clues that I leave, the signs that I leave, sometimes are really good and they get them, uh, you know, not always straight away. It's kind of makes them, they've got to think a little bit, which is kind of good, which is what I'm after. Sometimes I make them too complicated and they have no idea. I basically got to tell them where it is. And, uh, and so, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I guess sometimes the, it, it, it can get a bit over. It can get a bit too complicated for them, and sometimes I think Christmas can be a bit too complicated for us too, can't it? We overcomplicate things. We're so caught up with everything that's going on, making sure that the house is ready, the, the presents are ready, the the lunches are ready. Everyone's supposed to be where they're supposed to be. Uh, the decorations are in the right place, and uh, you know the, the the house has got all the lights on. All those things. We, we spend a lot of time overcomplicating Christmas. And we can actually miss the signs that are around us. 
because uh, you look around, there's actually quite a lot. You, we look at uh, we look at the nativity scenes, we look at the Christmas tree and the lights and the decorations and, and the presents, and we actually see in amongst all those, there are actually some signs that actually point us and remind us of what Christmas is about. In fact, we uh, in Luke chapter two, when we think about the nativity and we see the nativity scene around, we actually see that that's actually a sign to remind us of the birth of, birth of Jesus. It's actually not that a big a sign, a big a deal, or hard to kind of see, I guess, is it? Because it's around, and the, and we have Jesus in the manger there, don't we? But it, that's what we find in um, in Luke chapter two, as the the angels are telling the shepherds that they are to go and they are to see uh, this baby, and it will be a sign. Verse twelve: This will be a sign to you. You will find him. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And the manger is a great. A reminder for us of what Christmas is about, but also we, we have Christmas lights, and I love Christmas lights. I love going and seeing the Christmas lights. We've done that a few times already uh, this week, heading into uh, th- these final couple of days. Well, I guess it's the last night, really, isn't it? But you know, the the, the lights up, and everyone's going out and seeing the Christmas lights. And I can't help but think that when we look at the lights and we marvel at the lights, we we lose. Well, we get caught up, I guess, in the, the wonder and the splendor of the decorations when actually the light reminds us that Jesus came down from heaven to be a light, to light our path back to God so that we could see him clearly, we could see his way, we could see the way back to him. And so I really like the Christmas lights because they remind me of that, that God's Son is the light of the world and that on Christmas Day tomorrow morning, that we will celebrate the birth of the light of God, the light that is God's Son, Jesus. But we also have Christmas tree, don't we? And the Christmas tree reminds us that, that there is the, that Jesus came to, to give us a path back to God, to bring us peace with God. But that peace comes at a price. And that price will be the very life of Jesus. See, Jesus won't stay a baby. We, we do like to think of him as a baby. He's very cute and, and, uh, and, and, and lovely. But we need to be reminded that, that Jesus grows to be an adult and that he will die as our Lord, as our Savior, as the Christ. He will die and he will hang on a tree. He will hang on the cross to take the punishment that you and I rightfully deserve. And then we get to... We've got the tree and the lights and the the manger and the nativity scene. We we also have these gifts, the presents that we find under our Christmas tree or, in our case, hidden somewhere. I'm not going to tell you where because you might go looking for them. No, that's not true. But what we do find, though, is that when we have the the, the gifts that we give at Christmas, they're, they're actually there. And I've always found this weird that we give other people gifts on someone else's birthday. So if you... If you came to me on my birthday and said that you need to give that I need to give you a gift, I would say, "Hang on, it's my birthday. It's about me. What? Are, this is not how this works." But Christmas, that rule or that idea, I guess, goes out the window, doesn't it? Because it's not about giving gifts to the person's birthday, isn't giving gifts to Jesus. We don't do that, do we? But we give gifts to one another. And the reason why we give gifts to one another, I think, is helpful in thinking about what Christmas is about. Because as we give those gifts to others, we are reminded of the great gift that is given to each other. 
the great gift that is given to you and to me. See, the Bible tells us that Jesus was God's son, that he came down from heaven and he came to give us the greatest gift that any person could ever give. And that is the gift of eternal life. But we also need to understand that by nature that we were, we were actually separated from God. We were enemies with God. We were fighting with God. Whether we like to think of that or not, that's how we were. It's because, because of our sin, it actually drove a wedge between us and God. And what Jesus does is Jesus comes to take away the sin that is separating us. And instead of us being separated from God, Jesus comes takes our sin away and actually makes us part of God. Instead of being separated, now we are a part of something. We are, we are, we are brought together into God's family and we're brought into that forever if we trust in Jesus. And the Bible will say uh, in Romans 6.23 that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So do you hear that? The, the great gift that God gives us is his son. And his son gives us eternal life forever. That is the great gift of Christmas. That is what we will wake up tomorrow morning and celebrate. See, this Christmas, my, my kids will have quite a few Christmas presents. Not under the tree. They'll be all over the place. I'll have to go looking for them and make them work for it. But they'll receive a lot of gifts and, and my wife and I, we've done everything possible we can to give them good gifts. We've, we've chosen them, we've, we've paid for them, uh, we've wrapped them, we're, we're hiding them to make it exciting and to, to add to the anticipation. But they will be there on offer for them. But they're not really going to be theirs. These gifts won't be theirs until they actually uh, take them and make them their own. That's when those gifts will be theirs. Now the same is true with Jesus. See, God has done everything possible to give us this gift of salvation, to give us this amazing gift of salvation. But we must accept it by reaching out and inviting him into our lives. See, if, you, if you've never done this, if you've never accepted God's great Christmas gift of salvation, of eternal life, by, by turning to Jesus and asking Jesus into your life. If you haven't reached out and taken hold of you, you don't receive this gift and said, this gift is for me. And you've grabbed hold of it and you cherish it and hold it close to your heart and you trust in the gift. You trust in Jesus. If you haven't done that, I want to encourage you this Christmas to do that. To, to turn to Jesus and to ask him into your life. To take this great gift that is on offer this Christmas for you and for me. This great gift of eternal life, this gift of salvation is there for you to have. Will you take hold of it? Christmas is a wonderful time. I love Christmas Day. I love Christmas Eve because it's a great excitement. It's just such a joy 
and I think it's just heightened because of, of our tradition of hiding uh, gifts. But, but even just being able to be together, even though we can't do this physically, the, the singing and, the, and the, the joy that we get to express with one another over the great gift that is given at Christmas. And I would hate for anyone to miss out on that gift. See, we, my wife and I work really hard at trying to make sure that we get the same amount of gifts for each of our kids because we don't want them to miss out. We don't want them to feel like they've missed out. And I want, to, I want to say to you tonight, I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to feel like it, but I don't want you to actually miss out on this great gift. This gift of love, this gift of salvation, this gift of hope, this gift of grace, this gift of eternal life that is given through God's Son, Jesus. The great Christmas gift. Don't miss it. It is there for you. Take hold of it. Invite him into your life. Trust in him. And take, take the gift that is there to no longer be separated from God, but to actually be united with him, to be one with him, to be a part of God's family. Not just for a little bit, but forever. What an amazing gift. Well, I've got to go and hide some presents. So I'm going to leave you with it. We're probably going to, we're going to sing in a moment. So uh, you do that. I'm going to listen to the songs and sing along as I, I hide these presents around the place. And uh, pray for me as I try to make the clues up. Hopefully they're, they're well enough. And I'll be praying for you that you'll take hold of this gift this Christmas. One way. Yeah. 